0: Listen to the sound of footsteps in the dark, to voices that may not be quite human, to the sound of screams in the night. To the Haunted Cabaret, the home of all things horror, on Rhode Island with your host, George Garner. The Haunted Cabaret starts now. That was Exhumed, Vacant Grave, one of my absolute favorite metal songs. And I'm sitting across, well, first of all, I'm George Garner, if introductions need to be made, sitting across the table from one of my favorite people, dare I say it, Chuckles the Clown.
1: Cool evening, and I'll, I'll let the people part slide. I know we're all both a little...
0: You used to be a person. Before you died four times, you were a person. I don't even want to hear your nitpicking tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not really sorry, but I am. So. All right. Especially because now you've put me in the mind of comic books. You've put me in the mind of superheroes. You've, we're going to actually start off this issue of the Haunted Cabaret discussing the new Spider-Man movie and the new Avengers movie. How does that suit you, Mr. I like it. Crypt?
1: like I mean, why not? I mean, Spider-Man has some really cool horror villains on there.
0: Morbius played all right then oh. after we discuss those two topics then we're going to go to the subject the overall subject tonight of the show is going to be nostalgia okay are we going back to the future as much as I try to avoid nostalgia sometimes it's unavoidable it's all around us
1: can we not go back to the future I didn't like that
0: movie we're not going anywhere near those movies oh, it's a figure right. of speech thank you I'm just making sure no. The, fr- the only thing, when it comes to Michael J. Fox, the only thing I'll go back to is that movie where he was a cocaine addict and he had a bloody nose. I will go back to The Frighteners, because that was good. Okay. No, all right. But yes, we're not going back to that Back to the Future trilogy. Don't worry about it. No. That. No, what we're going to discuss, first of all, is this new Spider-Man movie, the latest one. And I don't know, where shall I start? First of all, did you like this movie before I start bitching? I'm, al- I'm always willing to give the other side a chance.
1: I have to be the devil's advocate and say, yes, I did.
0: Okay, now I could just say why. I mean, why do you like a movie where Electro looks like a friggin' Emperor from Star Wars? Okay, Peter Parker, in this version of Spider-Man, looks more like he should be playing the Green Goblin. He's completely miscast as Um, Spider-Man. I'll stop right there. Those are two big problems right off the get-go.
1: See, I liked it because I'm not a big fan of the Spider-Man comics. Unless he's with the Monster Legion, I don't really pay attention to him. Or okay, well that's all right. That's Blade one. Or, okay. Or Morbius.
0: That's the only time when he's when, when he's paired up with someone, I read it. Right, but you're, that's why you can be a lot more tolerant of the Spider-Man franchise right. on film. So I
1: went in saying this is pretty cool, and the other reason I liked it because those first three that came out to me were
0: god awful crap. Because they turned Spider-Man emo. Well, that, was nev- that wasn't a completely good thing. But one of the point again, it's, it comes down to a difference of who liked and who doesn't like the original Spider-Man comic. You know, the traditional story of Spider-Man. Right. And Spider-Man was always a nerd. He was always a science geek. Um, and he was always going through emotional crisis one after the other. So having Spider-Man somewhat emo, it's not exactly disloyal to the character. I just didn't like the whiny part of him. I, I couldn't get past that. And the character playing
1: him, I, well, I wanted to set up a giant mouse trap with a piece of cheese to take
0: care of his whining. Let's just put it that way. Okay, well, this except that this new guy, you know, he reminds me of, you know, he still looks like, kind of just has this little, you know, to his voice, which that irritates me as much as the other guy irritates you. Okay, so you'll go by on that. and I'm also going to go by... On the cartoon,
1: which I really enjoyed, the uh, '80s cartoon, right? Uh, the, ori- the original, the, the original. one with the poor
0: animation that looked really cool, right? And the kid sounds very similar
1: to the voice actors from that cartoon, so I was able to grab onto it. And he's back to being a wise ass instead of being that whiny kid that was in the first three.
0: Okay, okay the, the wise ass, or right, the wise ass, I'll go. Well, I like that. Except he just seems to be combining the wise ass with the whining in this one, to me. You know who he reminded me of, and it's an impossibility unless maybe it's a father and son thing or a genetic clone situation. But you ever see the original, uh, the original Stephen King movie Christine? I did. Remember the? I can't remember the actor's name, but he played Arnie, the guy that was possessed by Christine. And he, hit, you know, and he talked like, you know, that kind of drooling, whiny thing, and then he was also in the Rodney Dangerfield movie, Back to School, he played Rodney Dangerfield's son, and he was the same kind of, you know, that whining, Julie voice thing he had going, and I don't know, this, this Spider-Man just reminds me too much of that, I just, I don't, there's some genetic connection, maybe they'll bring it out. You
1: can't be the only one
0: that's complaining, because
1: it didn't stay in a theater very long, and it did tank in the ratings, so. Okay, well I
0: hate to be in the majority of anything, yeah. but this you, time I don't, I think
1: I'll be proud to, yeah. You definitely were, but I'm in the minority because I don't like going with the flow of things, and I'm oh, going to say I, that's, I that's my it. point. I don't either,
0: but yeah. I'm not going to say I liked it just to say I liked it to right. be in the minority. I can't do, can't do that.
1: The other thing I liked about that, Mr. Garner, is they took a jobber character like Electra. He's a jobber. Let's face it. There's not too Electro, many. Electro, by the way. Yeah. Let's, let's get our. The Sorry end game. about that. I mean, yeah. there's not too many Spider-Man villains out there that are great besides Carnage and Venom. So they took this one guy that is normally a jobber and they
0: turned him into an impressive to me, an impressive villain. Mm-hmm. By the way, Electra, you know, the reason I was so fussy about that is Electra is one of my favorite comic book females. Which that movie sucked too. Although oh, we're not talking about the movie here, we're just talking about the character in the comics.
1: Yes. That one was horrible. Marvel has definitely been striking out with a couple of these movies.
0: Yeah, I know. I think it's it's a poor choice of writers. And I think what happens is they have a formula. Now, granted, Every superhero movie, every superhero comic, every superhero story has a formula, you know, to a greater or lesser degree. But in these movies, they're following this formula to a ridiculous degree. In other words, every movie has to have two villains, as if one isn't good enough. Every movie has to have the superhero having some kind of problem with his girlfriend. I mean, especially the Spider-Man movies, but still, this is somewhat in all of them. It, it, the formula is so set now that, I mean, you know what the story is before it comes on. It's just a question of how the hero is going to stop the villain in the very last five minutes. That's the only thing there is to wonder about. So I'm going to
1: save our, your show here, Mr. Garner. You're going to save it. I didn't know I'm it going to save trouble. it because we're talking about
0: this horrible movie that no one likes, and they're starting to turn away from it. Okay, let's talk about a movie that everybody liked, including Us Truly. The Avengers. Really good movie. And you don't normally like CGI. And I don't, but I was willing, I was willing to let it go. I was willing to let it go because I enjoyed the characters so much and the story. And which brings us to the new, the trailers. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen the new, the new movie's not out yet, but the trailers for the new Avengers now. Let me preface this by, now Chuckles, you have your own objections to Ultron. Yep. Being the villain in this movie and you'll get to those in a second. Before we get to those, let me just get to mine, which is very fundamental. Ultron is one of my favorite Marvel villains. Ultron is silver, and he has yellow-white glowing energy eyes. He, he glows with cosmic energy, which is bright, white, and yellow. You know, with the heat of the energy. Why in this movie is this friggin' guy black and and with red highlights. I don't know. I do. Here's my theory. Just because the Transformers think that all their villains, their evil robots, are dark colors, the Transformers have crept into the Avengers, Ultron is now black and glowing red. Well, maybe they're trying to be
1: politically correct with
0: Ultron? I, I don't know. I think they're trying to just... Evil robots ever since the Transformers are now dark colors. It could be. And and that's the lack of imagination they're showing in this new Avengers movie, which means now I don't have much hope for it.
1: And everything that you just tied in there is tied into Disney having partnership with all three of these movies. So, therefore, Disney has the last call and probably says Ultron is red and black.
0: Yeah. And all those bad guys are dark colors.
1: Yes. Because if you look at a Disney movie, bad guys are always dark colors. Yeah. that's the end story to that one. Now, what I don't like about this, and I'm an avid comic reader, and I've seen other story. There are other stories that go off record with this. One of my favorite characters, which I haven't done a show about yet, on Chuckle Script, and I will, is Ant-Man. They haven't introduced him yet. And he is a big part in building Ultron with Tony Stark. And they're giving the Iron Man character the full credit for this. So that way to go on staying on board with the characters.
0: And now you're, you're a bigger fan of the Avengers comic than I am, so you, you're more knowledgeable about that. And you were telling me before we went on the air that Ant-Man was an original member of the Avengers. He, he was
1: one of the originals with his wife, Wasp, and he's not in it yet. And they're releasing an Ant-Man movie, but it's not Ant-Man, the original. It's a new guy, and they're not releasing it until like a couple months after the Avengers movie.
0: Now, it's not going to tie into the Avengers universe, you're saying?
1: I don't think so. It's looking like it's not going to. It might. I might be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll quote that. And But it it just that frustrates me. And I was getting all geared up to seeing Thanos be the major villain. I don't know. They got me excited for some reason. I guess they were jumping ship too quickly with that. But that's what I'll go on record as saying. That's what makes me mad about this most. But I'm going to set back and say it's probably going to be a good movie. Okay.
0: In other words, I'm going to have my complaints, but I'm, at the end, I'm still going to say I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Probably. As long as they have the same actors playing Thor and uh, Captain America, Tony Stark. I mean, yeah, I, I admit it. I'll probably still enjoy it. But I'm going to grit my teeth every time Ultron is on the screen. No question about it.
1: Well, when he comes on, what I'll do is I'll put some glasses in front of you that are silver tinted so he looks silver, and I'll put some little retinas in the center that glow. Just the...
0: just whack me in the head with some kind of 2x4 or a right. bar or something. I'll be seeing starbursts.
1: You got that. You heard that, Showcase Cinema? So when I whack him in the head with a 2x4, he told me I could do it, so do Security, not Security, do out. not
0: drag this man out. Anything to prevent me from seeing Ultron in black and red. There you go. All right. Let's get back to the movie – to the movie we have been on the movies let's get back to the music for a second how about a pentagram forever my queen here on the haunted cabaret Before we go any further on this show, I need to say happy birthday to Mr. H.P. Lovecraft, whose birthday was on August 20th. We have to acknowledge that. I mean, there wouldn't be a haunted cabaret if it wasn't for H.P. Lovecraft. I mean, that's how far his influence extends right now into our culture. Um, we were talking about movies earlier. I'll just get this out of the way really quick because we still haven't gotten to our topic of the night
1: yet, and we're, um, half, oh, we're halfway through the show. Almost done already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, apparently one of H.P. Lovecraft's most famous and well-regarded stories at the Mountains of Madness is being adapted for film. Really? Yes. And it's getting the big budget treatment. Um, I haven't yet seen an H.P. Lovecraft based movie that lives up to Yeah, you know, it's just not done. I mean, they tried it with Boris Karloff, Die, Monster Die. Um, they tried. The only one that comes close is Reanimator. Yep. And that, now that was one of H.P. Lovecraft's most throwaway, in his own mind now, one of his own throwaway stories. He just wrote it for a friend and, uh, it was a serial. He couldn't care less about it. He didn't give it regard when they asked him, what stories have you written? But I guess because it was such a throwaway and such a basic, you know, thing that he didn't care about, it made a great movie.
1: And I'll go on to say that Jeffrey Combs made that movie what it was. He made a great Herbert West. He did. So Maybe if it had been another actor, that movie might not have survived as well as it did. Now, did very very did, true. Did that ever go into the theaters, or was that a straight to DVD? Oh point? that was that was to the theaters. Okay, that yeah, one. Yeah, a couple was. of the sequels went to DVD. Because I never saw it in the theater. Um, I probably caught the DVD. Uh, one of the ones I liked was Dagon. Uh, I okay. enjoyed that one. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was.
0: It was decent. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was spectacular, but it kept my interest.
1: Yeah. This, I, I actually am more excited to hear that than I am to hear that the episode seven of Star Wars is coming out. I mean, I could care less about that, but the H.P. Lovecraft thing, that got
0: me going. That was uh, that was well, good news. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, this is either going to be really impressive or it's really going to suck. I mean, I don't think there's much room for any in between on this one, um, especially since uh, Prometheus. Um, is that the, the last uh Prequel to the Alien series, I guess. Prometheus sucked. That sucked, and that took a lot of the plot elements of it the Mountains of Madness*. So we'll see what they do with this one. We'll see if they do it right. Um, actually, I maybe we're going to have to hold over the nostalgic conversation to our next show because we are drastically running out of time. I don't want to sell it short. Um, let's get back to the music before we do anything else. Then we'll wrap it up. Then, yeah, you know, hey, listen, there's next show things can always be con- to be continued is a mantra. In today's entertainment. But let's go with uh, Pig Destroyer, Mapplethorpe Gray, here on Rhode Island Free Radio's Haunted Cabaret. back that was pig destroyer mapplethorpe gray and as usual time escapes us time is running fast i mean it's some other kind of dimension than in outside this room because yeah chuckles i don't know there's something wrong with, about the time the way it works with this show you know what it is because we enjoy doing this we do, and we enjoy so few things.
1: And if you enjoy doing something, it goes by quickly. However, if you hate something, it drags.
0: Kind of like the comparison I can make is, you know, that guy that got his head chopped off recently. Oh, yeah, he hated that. Right. Now, if you're the ISIS guy with the, whatever, what did they use, a machete or a? a rusty butter knife. I, whatever I mean. they use, yeah. And, I mean, if you're the ISIS guy doing the cutting, it seems to go by fast because you're loving it. Right. If you're the guy that's getting on the receiving end in the place of honor, yes, it's that hour or that 15 minutes seems like 10 years in the dentist chair. No question about now, it. Now, I
1: heard a rumor for the grapevine that the ISIS can either do it one or two ways, quick and merciless or slow and painful. And this gentleman was mouthing off and pissing these guys off to the Seriously? point where they had enough. And they took him out and took his head off of a rusty
0: freaking weapon. Okay, so what you're telling me is, now, this man was considered brave and they've had memorial services for him and everything. And, you know, yes, you know, he met a horrible fate. But what you're saying is that this man was stupid enough to antagonize further the most vicious, bloodthirsty group of people on the face of this earth. I won't say they're stupid because
1: I don't want to get boycotted, but he was agitating them. He was... Provoking. Provoking. Alright, let's, let's, let's leave it at that. He was provoking. And then our president went on vacation and didn't answer them, which agitated him even
0: more. So they said, we're going to really do something to get this man's attention. And it didn't work. Didn't and get- they, and they looked around the prison and they said, who has really pissed us off for the last year and a half? And this the guy. <laughs> yep. And they, and they break the glass and they get out the rusty knife.
1: You know, I got to compare because a lot of people are saying this, and I have to say this before we go off air, uh, they, that ISIS is one of the most they, – they almost don't put them in the terrorism category because they are trained mercenaries. Uh, and I guess a lot of people are saying they're a little intimidated because this is an al-Qaeda. These are guys – Well, that, actually, this is not al-Qaeda. Yeah, these are more elite trained force of fighting folks. And it, if we go into there, into war, it's not going to be like fighting Al-Qaeda. These guys aren't going to hide in rocks. They're going to fight us. And uh, I think that's what everybody's worried about is this is going to be a bloodshed. there's something you enjoy. Now, no, I can only go compare them.
0: And I know this is a bad analogy, and everybody's looking at me right now. I'm waiting. I'm looking at you because I'm waiting. I can't and, imagine what I'm going to hear next, i waiting. And I know I'll go
1: to Godzilla for everything, but I can only compare them. To the
0: Cobra commanders of our childhood so what you're saying on this my show is that you are comparing a real-life bloodthirsty terrorist group to GI Joe a line of Hasbro toys yes I am
1: think of it mr. Garner it makes sense All right stay with me here on this they they are rich they are trained. They are bloodthirsty. They don't run away. This was all Cobra Commander's snake men. They were trained. Cobra had money. They had people backing them, and they were still a terrorist unit. So I would go on record as saying
0: ISIS is the real Cobra. Cobra Commander, he's real. But they're not—they're not sponsored by Hasbro. You're not—you're not going to try to say that ISIS is sponsored by Hasbro, are you? They might be. That is a very evil toy company. Have
1: you tried transforming those old metal ones? They pinch the hell out of your fingers. Uh, I, mean, I am saying they are very similar to those guys right there. And let, let saying- me
0: just, let me just issue the disclaimer right here and now that everything spoken on this and every other Ray, Rhode Island Free Radio show is for entertainment purposes only right so if you get offended i don't care i just go on the record to saying i don't care because you realize that you know isis isn't the only group capable of manufacturing a very rusty knife well i'm sure of that and uh in I case mean, they're listening to this i am chuck d clown
1: that chuckles the clown yeah you don't want to all swarming that poor deceased
0: mary tyler moore clown right? Oh, yes, we do. In that case, yeah, I'm Chuckles the I mean, Clown. we want them after the right guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm Chuckles the Clown <laughs> from the Mary Tyler Moore Show.
0: Good night, everybody. <laughs> and I can't beat that as a close. Let's get in honor of the, uh, well, we'll get on to this the next show, the idea of nostalgia, okay? But in honor of the riots out in the American Midwest, let's do a little public enemy. Welcome to the Terror Dome here on the Haunted Cabaret, Rhode Island. Free radio, nighty-night.
2: i right. right. So I sack and Jap and slap the uh, Mac. Now I'm ready to mic it. <laughs> uh, hear my favoritism, Rolo. Never be a brother like me, go solo. Laser Anastasia, Major. Ways to blaze your brain and train ya. The way I'm living, forgiving. What I'm giving up. Expo on the flex, forgiving now. I don't know about later. And for now, I know how to avoid the, the paranoid. And now quick to go find the hard runner. work the key from getting jerked? Changing some ways. The way back in the better days, more metaphysically bold. Never follow the code. Still drop the load. Never question what I am. God knows. Help <laughs> coming from the heart. What I got? Better get something get on the hustler of culture. Snake bitten, bitch bit the face. Huh. But the rhymes keep fitting. Respect been given, How's your living? Now I can't protect. I paid off feedback. Check in Intentional wreck. Raised offered of some intellect. Made the call, took the fall, broke the laws. Not my fault that they're falling off. Known as Fair square throughout my years. So I growl at the living doll. Black to the bone. My home is your home. But well, welcome to the terradome. Every brother ain't a brother Cause a color just as well to be undercover Backstab Grab the flag From the back of the lab Told the rap Get off the rag Sad to say I got sold down the river Still some cripple When I deliver Never to say I never knew I had a clue Word was heard was hard on a boulevard Lies scandalized, Facing Treats of hate who celebrate With Satan I rope A dope The evil With righteous bombing And weaving And let the good Get in